0: Let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome everybody to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here. Happy Monday to all of you who are tuning in. I gotta say that uh, it's been a little bit of a crazy past week, Um, you know, with uh at least for me I, I want to update all the listeners and just say that yeah I know I'm a little bit still hit or miss with the with the um YouTube videos a lot of you guys are still tuning in from that platform but I also want to make it very very clear that um I'm going to be I want to tell you this too I'm actually going to be moving In like a month, but I'm not gonna have a place to live for like two weeks. But the plus side is my landlord's gonna be giving me like more. He's like actually, he's literally putting money into my pocket if he says if I can move earlier. But my place, dude, I'm moving to a new place. It's gonna be great. It's gonna look better than this low rent thing. But (laughs) so that's that's my update for everybody. If we don't do a show. In the first two weeks of november that'll be why it's because i'll be probably figuring some stuff out but just want to let you know that oh, and, um, what's what that you? no san you'll be know? like
1: living in a car for a couple of weeks i guess
0: well I, i'll probably be living with a friend or traveling around or something because i yeah, can i might come back or i'll come to san francisco and hang out with you i don't know <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: <there> you go. <laughs> I'm all, okay so speaking of san francisco before we get into like drag queens and all that because that's something that i wanted to talk about you can look it up while i'm saying this i'm a little bit afraid of uh, returning to san francisco just like if i haven't visited san francisco in almost a year since mm. i got kicked out um i'm not banned or anything but you know it's like do i really want to go back and see what san francisco is like i mean i know you and the counselor are there but it's just like
1: well like i said before like i i you know a good question is why haven't we left is it a good place for kids and all this other stuff but it goes back to my faith now i mean now that i got jesus on my side there's no way i'm ever gonna leave <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> true because you know what i mean it's yeah i don't know maybe we should start talking
0: about these drag queens because <laughs> i well no, so I, one I, thing i wanted to bring up so is about. is for those of you who aren't familiar, I think a lot of people who are listening to this are aware of what a drag queen is. You know, it's essentially a man who dra- dresses provocatively like a woman and, like, wears makeup and stuff. And drag culture is was a big thing in Los Angeles in the 80s, right? You know, um, just... I think there were like pioneers of it in like the eighties hair metal scene, you know, like motley yeah. crew and all that so but what I wanted to get to and talk about is the creepiness of it because there's a lot of these drag queen pop ups these story hours that happen in places like Los Angeles and I think even San Francisco <laughs> to get children excited about progressive themes, basically indoctrinating our nation's youth with like gay culture and progressive culture and lgbt stuff right gender fluidity right the whole point of drag queen (laughs) story hour is to capture the imagination according to this and play with the gender fluidity of kids which gives them and, and they basically are playing uh good queer role models um i don't know man like i see this and i don't know whether to it just makes me frustrated and scared and cringy it's scary too because clowns have always freaked me out (laughs) and that's what these men look like they look like clowns clowns scare the hell out of me. (laughs) (laughs) it's true though oh
1: my goodness no but okay so this thing that you're talking about it's been around for a long time in san francisco yeah it, no, it, I know it, like the story are for kids and stuff like that it's been yeah it it this is part of San Franciscan culture it <laughs> oh, might be new but, uh, yeah, no, but it's always been that way it's yeah. i don't remember a time when there wasn't that you know uh, what's that what's that called the um oh now I'm drawing a blank, but she was really famous like why well, she it's a dude this one dude used to dress up. And as a woman to just tell stories you know like literate riding hood and things like that
0: and but dress up like a woman and read these stories to kids yeah yeah but the
1: thing is Man. nobody really thought much of it because you know they were like well he's just it's kind of like he dresses up uh, like like who's that person um, like the grandma? from Little Red Riding Hood. And like, you know, so this drag queen would dress up, you know, like Cinderella or something like that and tell a story. So nobody really felt threatened by it. But, you you know, so, you know, do actors do My
0: my question to you is, I'm personally uncomfortable with it, right? There's just some pedophile gay stuff that's like happening with... with, with
1: Oh, no, but see, but but that's the point. You're right. It, make no mistake about it these dudes are all pedophiles if they're given the opportunity so the the thing is this do we allow them to have the opportunity to read to kids and technically we have to why because we can't, first amendment well not just first amendment but it, it's um uh, you can't discriminate against a person for you know it, like this is how it goes you're guilty until proven innocent you just yeah that's true i know
0: you know them. you're right you're you're absolutely right and i feel like regardless of whether i it makes me uncomfortable right. or i disagree you know i need we need to understand that they have that right you're right they do have that right
1: no let see but but here's now here's where i struggle <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and this is coming from being like a new type of christian or whatever But see, now, if these dudes act out, I swear to God, I would probably kill them. It's just how it works because, and that's where I struggle. Because everybody knows I I have like a violent past of, you know.
0: Yeah. Like
1: I told you before, I said it on this air. I was, at one point, I had 32 counts of attempted murder. You know what I mean? And obviously I won, but... You know I got it reduced uh mm-hmm. to felony mayhem or something like that. I forgot what it was, but oh, you know man. whatever uh, um but yeah. it was, but you know what I mean? it's like this is you know, this is why I always worry because like, look, you feel uncomfortable around it, you know what I mean? you feel uncomfortable. normal people are leery of due to dress up like women
0: around kids.
1: And are not just around kids; just just in general. Come on, there's something wrong with that. You know they're mentally ill; they're crazy. In the old days, that's why I told you, like, instead of believing in the Bible, I believed in this thing called the diagnostic. <laughs> anyway, it's just something for. second. Well, I do so not want to get into the book because I, I don't want. And I,
0: I don't want to get overly fundy here. Fundy is short for fundamental, you know, because people mm, make okay. fun of like all those Bible people, but. I mean, the Bible does say you shouldn't. A man shouldn't dress like a woman, right? It's like I get it if it's Halloween or whatnot, and even though Halloween's paganism, we can get into that another episode. But it's just what I'm trying to say is it's to to protest. Okay, so here's here's what I'm saying. Let's up. Let's talk about it from the other side of the aisle here. Whereas uh, the American Library Association right the ala actually encourages this type of programming and they actually say it's for social engineering purposes to educate children about progressive themes And if you protest them if you protest these events happening that's when it, it draws a lot of attention is oh the people who protest this are white supremacists like what does that have to do with drag that's what i'm saying you know what i mean it's it's the problem is, is because the safety has already been compromised. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. There was that one guy, Alberto Garza, who used the name Tatiana Malanino when reading the young children and was convicted in 2008 of sexually assaulting an eight-year-old kid.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. Seriously, I know
0: that story, which is interesting. That's why I bring it up, because it's like well
1: my friend Tatiana she was all like god you know what I mean because it's like what you know what I mean because it (laughs) is oh no because Adam they have very similar names and so uh her last name oh I can't say her last name
0: and the thing is here's here's the last thing they mock Christianity in every sense of it because a lot of just doing this is not appropriate it's just not appropriate it's not about like how far can we go before we start getting feely with children It's don't even, cro- don't even implicate, you know, don't even.
1: Yeah, don't go there.
0: Don't go there. Just don't, you know.
1: But here's the thing they are. It's the
0: truth. It's becoming We're... more normal every day, is what I'm saying. And the goal here what? is to make it normalize abnormal, sexually deviant, homo behavior and getting it to kids at the ages of like three, you know, like, dude. But I don't see, know. but
1: here's the problem it has always been normalized always been it, at least in San Francisco it has always been normalized in this city and this city i mean, you hate to say things like this but it's the truth this city is spreading cuz cuz i remember uh, somebody telling me that This is like, uh, San Francisco is like, um, uh, what did they call it? Like something about, see, because I I don't know this part. And again, this is going to sound, as you just said, fundamental. But something about like, like some kind of city with seven hills something like that it is like where Uh the devil lives or something like that and they thought it was rome because of the hills of like rome's on seven hills or something like that yeah i don't know anything about revelations because like i'm not ready for something like that but uh but that's what they're saying it's in revelations like there's a city where the devil's gonna live where it has seven hills but then i'm thinking it's probably san francisco (laughs) because there's seven hills in the city in in san francisco oh is there
0: that i didn't even know wow okay yeah, it's
1: a seven something square mile city on seven hills it's it's kind of crazy san francisco and it's its own county but the thing is this ideology of normal. because look i mean being naked in san francisco is not illegal and there was like three or four fat ugly dudes always naked around oh this my place.
0: gosh I got to tell you I you unfortunately that? I know but to add on to your story at one point this was two years ago I got fooled into going to the Folsom street fair with a couple of it, it was yesterday well for you guys but yeah <laughs> but I'm telling you it's the oh, I, I don't there are certain images in my head that I feel like have just polluted me with wicked like thoughts, and it's just I I can't you know I can't unsee some of the things I've seen at Folsom Street Fair. I don't condone it, you know. I think it's gross. It's it's just
1: yeah. It's every year.
0: It's every year. You know, it's literally just n- naked bodies like out running around like no one's wearing clothes.
1: Well, they they wear leather around their kneecaps or
0: something. Yeah, I know. (laughs) They wear leather around their neck and
1: kneecaps. That's just what they do. But anyway, (laughs) but here's the thing. Going back to, uh, yeah, that Folsom Street Fair was yesterday. It it was, I was so mad because...
0: (gasps) So you were mad because they probably block off the streets, man. traffic is unbelievable during those times.
1: Yeah, you can't get anywhere. (laughs) You know, I
0: I remember that when I used to live out in the Bay. (laughs) Forget it; don't go to San Francisco today. That's just
1: no, but it's the truth. So anyway, so so going back to all of this weirdness, so so the thing is like this: they have normalized it. Everything that, like that, I grew up with, thinking like it's only in San Francisco, has now spread around the world, and it's even infiltrating Muslim countries and we spoke about this before how you know in theory natural allies would be muslims because they're super conservative they're like they're not having it <laughs> you know anything gay they're not having it like like that um oh that girl uh she was murdered by her brother i don't know if you heard about that and, and somewhere i forgot what country but she was a famous person and and some uh cleric dude was taking like racy wasn't even racy but racy for them Uh so the brother killed the sister and she was a really famous on 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 twitter and all this other stuff so she was taking like these you know like kim like half of the scandal of kim kardashian she wasn't like nude or anything but she was just exposing too much Sure, nothing nude so she was very famous in that country. I don't know if it was Pakistan or or, or somewhere like in Saudi Arabia. I don't know where, but somewhere maybe Qatar. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a hardcore Muslim country, so her brother and four other dudes killed her. Just just beat her to death, you know, because you know, and the guy didn't apologize. He goes, "Look, yeah, I killed her because you know I had to." because of what she was doing. And the reason why I bring that up and he he's going to do 20 years in prison. Man. But the other four were set free no no harm no foul. Now then the and the thing is like this. This guy's going to be treated like a hero in prison. Why? Because they don't mess around. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wish Christians understood the Bible enough to know like, hey, look, you got to control the carnal mind, and this is wrong. And I mean, yeah, of
0: course, of course, the murder and the raciness and the carnality of everything. Is yeah, but, but
1: we don't because most people don't understand it. So, and that's where I think, you know, the Muslim faith is actually, you know, cool. But, you know, again, it, it's how they do things is just so wrong. But anyway, so going back to uh, the point. With these drag queens, see now in a Muslim country, seriously, you know, like how they do the gay dudes, uh, you know, and and because I don't know if these drag queens are gay or anything, but they are sick in the head. But you know, like in the old days, it, when I'm talking about for me, like growing up, a, a man would just slap, uh, just open hand slap, just. You know, like, like treat them like a woman. I'm mean, Not that you're supposed to slap your women. But, you know, right. say, hey, man, you know, just slap them and say, hey, look, have some sense. Go put on some pants and, sure. and stop messing around with these kids. And, and that's my thing. As I was going to get to that point. See, now, I am that type of person who would just, you know, if, if this dude, and this is why I was like, man, I don't know if I'd get to heaven. Because, you know, murder would still be in my heart. You know what oh. I mean? Like I worry about that.
0: You, you, but, you're fine because
1: you've got well, Jesus. No, no, I know, but, but, but hold on. See, I know I accept Christ. All this, I really do. But if some, I don't want to say fag, but uh, if these drag queens, you know what I mean, and then he whips out his penis, like, cause dude, like, cause things like this really matters. Yeah, it, it goes back to what happened at Maramonte High School and uh, a uh, elementary school in L.A. Right? This teacher was feeding his semen. To the children in second grade yeah you know tied them up blindfolded them you know made him eat bugs his own scene and it was caught thank you know uh just by luck and chance the guy from walgreens um saw the pictures and he reported them but this teacher was doing this for like 20 years and uh, you know we grew up in a school district very much like that i mean you know i hate to say things like this but i actually we turned in one of my teachers I wrote this letter. It was awesome letter, and everybody was like, "What?" But anyway, so things like that really irks me, mm-hmm. and and I know as it
0: should as it should. That's well, reasonable. no,
1: but the thing is like this: I have no mercy on people like that. I should, <laughs> but I don't, and that's what worries me. Is like because I know you know what I mean. It's like look, this dude's I, you know he's gonna go to hell, right? You know these people are going to hell, but that's not enough for me. You know what I mean? Not that it wouldn't be enough, but I know me. If I saw something like that, I couldn't stop myself. I just laid boot on them and and something bad. And then I plan on going to jail and then, you know, I'm like, crap, you know, I should have controlled myself. No,
0: of course, of course. But that's, that's the problem with back, back to the idea that the core values, right? Yeah. Um, The drag queen aspect is always about like acceptance and self-expression and all that. And those are values that they claim that they want to instill in children. I don't see why you got to be drag in order to teach people how to love, accept, have joy and self-expression. That's the thing. They take it to an extreme.
1: Wait, hold on. Stop.
0: Rewind. Think about what you just said.
1: Core values of the drag queen. Seriously, so what are the core values of the drag queens?
0: Well, it's all about love and acceptance. No, 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 no. That's what they want you to think.
1: Well, yeah, I know that. No, but be honest. What is the core values of these drag queens? To engage with children. Exactly. Do something really perverted, really freaky, and they're teaching us to be victimized by these people. They want us to accept diseases you know, fecal play. They think it's normal. They think it's okay that, you know, seriously, if you're a five-year-old kid and you're smearing feces, that's a real thing. Like, you know, a lot of developmentally disabled people, they smear their feces. Yeah. You know, they're retarded. How You know, they don't know. They're like, oh, look, something came out of me and they put it on the walls instead of putting it in the toilet. But that's what these people do. They really do. I mean, what do you think happens? So they want you to accept these things. So they want these children at a young age thinking, going to the bathroom like a normal person and washing your hands and being clean is not, it's optional. It's not a good thing. They're not overt about it, but those are the, you know, results of what happens. Right. And think about it. It's just teaching. That is the core value. The core value is to teach perversion. That is it. Nothing else.
0: You're right. No, we're yeah. Not
1: teaching acceptance, because we're not supposed to teach acceptance. Huh. We could teach mercy, but you know, because in theory, you should have mercy on these people because they don't know what they're doing. They're messed in the head. You know, God knows what they've been through. Right. You know, seriously, because I know. Look, I, you know, I've yet to meet a gay person. That is my age, maybe 40, 35 and older, that didn't go through some type of abuse. Maybe the gay dudes now that are younger don't go through the abuse, but everybody else did. I don't care what kind of gay person you are, you know, queer or T or, or, you know, B, whatever. It's because you were abused somehow. And you don't know how to deal with this, so therefore you act out sexually. And everybody knows that or used to know until they took it out of the DSM-3 or DSM-5. They took it out of the DSM-5 and they normalized all kinds of gay shit. This is Mm -hmm. what they do, you know, because it's, you know, God forbid everybody knows that they go through psychiatric problems. So, and that's what's being taught. So, you know, uh, and this really does bring me, uh, remind me of the Joker movie. I am so pumped for this Joker movie and I hope it makes a billion dollars because people need to understand what makes a serial killer. What makes somebody go crazy? You know, what, what is it? Mm -hmm. What does, what, what happens? Well, I'm hoping they do a pretty good job explaining it in this Joker film.
0: Right. Right.
1: And so, you know, cause, you know, cause the Joker obviously is one of the, I mean, what other supervillain is really known more than the Joker? You yeah, know, like Lex true. Luthor maybe, Lex Luthor.
0: Well, it's, it's the look, right? The look is just instant iconic, you know? So it's just, and uh, it's interesting because that's, it, it's not just about like supervillain, like, Oh my goodness, look at my power. It's like, the Joker is like a troubled man, like a crazy person. This is what happens when, you know, somebody who I guess is seemingly normal gets screwed up <laughs> and ends up well, that
1: way. But, but the thing is like this. And the reason why like, I bring up the Joker is because like right now, a lot of these, um, if you look at like all the negative reviews from Joker are a bunch of people saying the same thing. Oh, why do we got to watch you know, a bunch of white people. Oh, it's
0: all the progressives looking for more representation. Is that what it is? Yeah,
1: It's like, why do we need to know what, you know, uh, about, you know, white serial killer? Why should we feel sorry for, you know, white guy doing this or white, you know, that they're just bringing in race and all these other things. But
0: as they always do, you know.
1: But the thing is like this, it really is a good experiment to, uh, to engage in, to really see how Christianity honestly works. You know, like if you Explain. were to why yeah. well, because here's the thing. What happens a lot in Christianity, I, I, you know, just from, from like, why did I, you know, what took me so long? Right. You know, what takes most people so long to, you know, like uh, there's this guy uh he was just a real shithead right and uh uh two years ago he uh and this is another reason why i probably didn't find christ until i spoke to you um uh, this dude was a real shithead cholo vato dude right and he was with his kids and um he was playing it was fourth of july playing with the m80s and that's just a ghetto thing everybody i don't know why we love m80s so much but The M80. He told his kid, "Is like, hey, hey, you know, let me light these things because, you know, this, these are kind of unstable, dangerous, whatever." So anyway, he lit the M80, blew off his hand, and uh, and the kid got a little bit of burns, but it wasn't that bad. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: you know what I mean. So and then he turned. He found Christ. Now that his hand is all fucked up, he found Christ right he's a changed man and he's getting his life together you know so he's working normal jobs he's no longer thieving and things like that but the, the point is this people have to start thinking about why do people become shitheads so you're like why was i a shithead you know what i mean like nobody really takes it and that's the why i'm
0: sure to perversion even in violence
1: well, well, not just, but see, but it, it's it's more complicated than that too, though, because think about it. I was in a normal school district and, uh, you know, we were exposed to that, you know, very similar teachers who would just like at uh, 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 uh elementary school in L.A., and this is why I'll, I probably will never go to LA. I mean, you know, or live in LA or whatever,
0: mm-hmm. you know, my
1: brother still lives in LA, but, but my point is this, why, why not? Because of, think about it Be, when you go to a school with mostly minorities, like poor minorities, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody cares. It is a breeding ground and being like, I used to represent people, you know, for the unions and stuff like that, you know, that was my job, to protect shitty people. But they didn't see the there. So these kids grow up with people they're supposed to trust, but they end up like those drag queens who are reading to kids. Mm-hmm. Seriously. The only difference from, like, an elementary school teacher at a ghetto school district like in L.A. or San Francisco is that the male teachers are not dressed in drag. Mm. but they're all deep down inside some weirdo and <laughs> just ready to take advantage of these kids. Yeah. And, and that's what, what life is like in the ghetto. So how can you blame somebody for not knowing God? Seriously, how can you blame anybody for not knowing God when they grew up the way they grew up? Right. All of them kids, like at my like at my high school, we had fifteen hundred kids <laughs> in, in the high school alone. Think about that—that's fifteen hundred kids graduating at you know they're going to be eighteen years old, and they're been abused since you know kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And think about that—that's a boatload of people, fifteen hundred people, just ready to hate God, ready to hate Jesus. Why? Because in their mind god and jesus doesn't live there and and there's like a real interesting movie it's about brazil but it's called the city of god Mm -hmm. because it's godless you know it's
0: godless not because
1: yeah not because god's there but you know but but and but it's a real thing in the ghetto god doesn't live there Mm. it's not that he doesn't it's just that christians are real passive And, and you know I'll say something negative about my Christian parents. If I wasn't fast as fuck, they probably wouldn't have noticed me. You know what I mean? Because it's, I get it. You can't help everybody. But, you know, and then you try to help the person with the most potential to to not destroy themselves. But, you know, it's, it's real heavy. It's real heavy. All of these people, like boatloads of young people, and, but guess who's there to pick them up? These drag queens. Oh, remember me? I used to read you stories in, in elementary. And, it's,
0: and if you're in that kind of community and neighborhood where it's already being encouraged, it's pretty easy to just be in close proximity to these. Because, for, for example, I don't think you would see these people, like, say, in the suburbs or anything. You just don't. It's you in, know, the, cities. What's what's in the, the cities.
1: What's in the suburbs? In the suburbs of the ghetto in San Jose, because like East San Jose is, is used to be a real bad ghetto, and the suburbs would be like Santa Clara, Cupertino. Right. In adult school districts, they had a program called Dare, which is I don't know if you know what Dare is, mm-hmm. but it's it's a program run by the police. It's drug awareness and respect, something. I don't know, enforcement. I don't know, but the local police officers run a drug program. <laughs> For the elementary kids, they get to know the cops. The kids grow up knowing the cops and they respect the police. But in the ghetto, they got Drake King's reading story.
0: Yeah. So it's such a. <laughs> oh my. What you're telling me right now is just everything that explains what I, what I was looking to discuss on this episode. You know, which is basically... Think
1: about that. See, and, and it happened. So. We grew up, and remember, I told you, I grew up making bombs, and you know, like literally pipe bombs. (laughs) That was, that's what we do. We would, you know, throw M80s into Aladdin's house, and just because he had a hole in his house, you know, it was. We were crappy kids, right? And so, and that's the difference. We get drag queens, and the people of the suburbs get, you know, the police, and they have a healthy respect because the police are actually helping these kids. So my and it goes back for me it always goes back to you know because should cops really be doing anything now because they're not you know cops are cops and in theory that's actually bad too because they're making judgment calls they're teaching the kids of the suburbs to be judgmental and then they fall into the trap of well, these gay dudes never judge because they're so different. And when you're different, you don't judge. Because you're at the bottom, you don't judge. Right. You see how that also works as well? And they see cops as judgmental people making judgment. Because one, because cops do. Cops, they are paid to make judgments call. Ju- uh, cops aren't paid to listen or assess. and what? No, they're paid to make a judgment call. And that is anti-christian I Need mean, everything we do whether it's in the suburbs or whether it's in the city it's anti-christian <laughs> that's the trouble <laughs> with this country we are so far removed from christ it's not even funny seriously it's just the weirdest coincidence that i've met you <laughs> And that, you know, and I'm thinking, crap, what do we do with this now? At this point, what do we do? Where do we move from here? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I honestly believe the solution has to be through Christ. Because, like, the other solutions work, but the problem is this. Because I like there, I really do like there. But instead of having cops run it, I think cops should assist just like a fireman should assist. Or a mailman should assist. Like people in the neighborhood needs to assist. But, you know, like in a previous episode, I said 12 steps is good. And I think we should take a 12-step approach when it comes to education, when it comes to dealing with, you know, drag queens, reading to the kids. We have to take a 12-step approach. Why? Because the first thing you have to do is give yourself up to the higher power. You just do. You got to just believe in Jesus. This is how it works. It's
0: funny how we we visited that topic, you know, many months ago. It was like one of the. It was like one of the first five episodes was twelve step, right? Yeah, and I I started. What's that? (laughs) Remember, I didn't understand it. Yeah,
1: I was like, it's effective. It's it's thirty eight percent effective, which is really high because everything else is like two three percent, and twelve step is thirty eight percent effective. That's 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 huge. Mm But yeah, no, and then we're revisiting it today because now I understand why it's effective. It's effective because you have to give yourself up to Jesus. That's just how it works. Right? You can't give yourself. Up. I mean, that's another problem too because when you try to give yourself to uh, Krishna, it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work with Krishna or or Yama you and know, it doesn't work. <laughs> it has to be through Christ, because you know I I could name all these weird gods that people worship, but it doesn't work that way. It has to be through Christ, because He's the only one that has that mechanism of loving yourself, and and, and that's why twelve steps works. Because once you do that, you you understand you have no power over your demons, and and, and once you do that, then everything else is possible and uh, and every psychiatrist knows this but mm. they just don't want to give credit to god <laughs> they don't so and that's so that's that's so these are real huge problems but do you see how and i hate to say fag but um you know what i'm saying gay people you, do you see how gay people always look like they don't judge and they're so accepting and so tolerant sure and so these kids Go, oh, they're so tolerant because they are going through what I'm going through. I'm being persecuted. Because, you know, kids feel that way when a teacher is being abusive or, mm-hmm. you know. It, it's just, because I'm not saying all teachers are bad, but all teachers are bad in the ghetto. If that school has, like, because at my high school, there was only three people who got over a thousand on the SAT mm. only three two were these Vietnamese who got perfect scores and myself yeah everybody else you know you know what's funny uh this one girl she got like a 700 on her right. SAT and she actually runs the county uh health department
0: oh nice nice good for her
1: you, you know what I mean and, and, and that's the thing it's like
0: because you never know You never know what a
1: person's capable of when they leave. I'm not saying, you know, she's, you know, Christian or anything else like that, but I got a funny feeling. She is (laughs) because she was always, you know, like a lot of these kids, even though they went through the abuse or whatever, though, because she actually married, uh, some uh a really like a, a, a like because we were known for our sports obviously all ghetto schools are known for sports <laughs> we were <laughs> but it's the truth so yeah. we were state champions in wrestling uh and that's how i know of, uh Kung, oh, I shouldn't say names but uh uh you know some famous spider uh and he wasn't even good at wrestling he wasn't yeah. but uh but he, but he was he remained healthy you know what I mean which and he became state champion just Whatever, but anyway, so long story short, you know what I mean? Even though SATs are only 700 something, she is now the director of a medical program and of the county. Some county, you know, I don't want to say the county, um, but (laughs) that said, we need people of honest to God faith who understand the way. Oh, I know, you know what? Um, I honestly believe evangelicals right mm-hmm. to start getting involved in school districts and all this other stuff without being preaching because they know how to you know like you you aren't preaching you know what I mean and if you could implement things just based on the 12 step because the 12 step program is, is is awesome
0: because here's the thing it's all about show and tell not tell and show That's yeah. that's what it comes down to That's how it's got to work. And, nah, dude, you're not kidding, because here's the thing. It's not – when Christianity in that regard gets reintroduced, hopefully, in the education system, which is where I think is the the case, not necessarily, like, Christianity, right? But even Mm. the way – like, remember a long time ago, I used to talk about how schools used to have that. But another thing that's inherently Christian is also – like real personal finance like that is the way to handle money and generosity and how to make it are all based off of christian principles really because you know yeah you don't want to no, be that guy that, that's swallowing debt so even by introducing that you get kids thinking differently but i will say it's it's interesting how people who live in these inner cities if they truly have christ in their households right even though they're not doing so well but they have their stable families right they've got their morals they have their kids that they see and they're all intact they're actually gonna do fine like it may take you like 10 years to get to a point where you're middle class but you're you're if you did that every day you'll probably be fine
1: yeah no and you would be you know because uh it'd
0: be more than fine actually
1: well think about this Look at the Christian movement in China. Think about that. In China, okay, so they had the seventy-year anniversary of Hong something with Hong Kong, like, and all this other stuff, and putting people in camps and all this other stuff. But the reason why they have been so successful—Hey,
0: you're a little bit muffled. Did you move your mic or something? No. Okay, it's better now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, they're doing construction. (laughs) <laughs> got it got it go ahead what were you saying
1: anyway but in china they had the uh, recent thing uh about the celebration of the 70 years of, of communism in, in hong kong or something like that or that they were putting people in re-education labor camps uh-huh. and uh and you know i guess this has no real point when i think about it but other than you know like just as a testament to how strong you know, the Christian faith is out there. Uh, the people, well, the newspapers folded, right? And they're saying how what a great thing it was, even though they know it was wrong. But what kept a lot of the Chinese intact was that a lot of them actually believe in Jesus down over there. Mm-hmm. It's like a real thing. And I'm thinking, holy smoke, I had no idea that it was strong because they were saying, Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh my parents were, you know, put in those camps and, and you know, they just you know, they I don't something about some Korean dude or something like that, and and it was through uh their faith that they were able to just keep on going and, and, and escape. And I'm like, huh, interesting. But either way, I guess there was no real point to that story.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there is, there is. I think- but
1: on that note, well, I mean, it's just like just to see people struggle and go through the struggle is has always, I don't want to say fascinate me, but it really is fascinating just just to see what people like, you know, like that girl who got the 700-something, even though she – because, look, we all went to the same school. Everybody went to the same abuses you know, some worse than others, but you know what I mean? She's the director of this. She, she married a guy who I thought was a goof and and I mean, he's still a goof, but look, they got kids and they're happy. They got a house. They're still in the Bay. And, uh, you know, I don't know what church they go to, if they go to church at all, but you know what I mean? They're able to do it through God. Right. The same thing like that, that dude, uh, uh, you know, there was, he was telling about his parents and how they were forcing those cats, but they didn't, they survived through guns. You know, they live here in the city now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was he's angry about, like, the Hong Kong newspaper was saying how, you know, like, oh, they're traitors and, like, the newspapers, are now that they're communists they're traitors. I'm like, yeah, but you got to realize that they got a gun pointed to them. They don't want to die. But then it goes down to the other thing about denying Jesus. You know what I mean? And, and like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot in the Bible that is still complicated to me. You know, like, you know, like, like denying Jesus. Like, would I, you know, do that? I don't know. I mean, yeah, like, in my mind, I know I'm like, yeah, but I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I I challenge people, you know? So, and then, and I'd probably be dead you know because of it but you know you can't judge other people for being weak you know because not everybody knows how to fight i guess i mean i don't know i mean i don't know like because i understand where he's coming from uh, you know my friend who was saying how the hong kong newspaper was you know
0: cowards and right
1: well he was saying that they kill christians out there he was like he was like dude you have no idea people only they only focus on tibet he goes, dude, they were killing everybody. If you believed in Jesus, they'd kill you even faster because it's for them, it, it was like a uh, some kind of demonic thing or something. I don't know, I because I don't know anything about communism, like, I, I've never been to China, so I wouldn't know. But he was from what he was saying, it was like a, it's a real negative to believe in Jesus out there because they really look at it as something mm. bad, like, more it's worse than and how you know the tibetans believe right i'm like really (laughs) i'm like no i don't know man i was kind of gonna ask you that if it's true or not
0: i don't know much about that so i'll have to look into that for a future segment but uh
1: (laughs) yeah no because it's an interesting concept and and, uh because like i yeah i was actually you know what i mean like i'm really fascinated to know (laughs) now because i was like you know it makes sense because they were saying yeah because the tibetans never posed a threat. Because, you know, economically, they're nothing. Right. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, I guess so. I was like, yeah, but in Hong Kong, we have a lot of Christians because, you know, like the British and things like that and and, uh, and whatnot. And anyway, so I was like, yeah, and, you know, they're economic powerhouse. And anyway, but that's neither here. Like, I don't want to go off too far off topic. But it's just fascinating to me. You know what I mean? And and people know this. It's not like they don't know it. People know this. Like governments know the power of Christianity. And I think that's why they've sat on it for so long in San Francisco. Like San Francisco has always been the testing grounds to see how far people will tolerate things. Right. You know, seriously, like. I remember like San Francisco was always known for those drag queens doing their drag crap. Always been known for that. You know what I mean? Like they would tell stories, even in Oakland, like uh, they have this fairy tale thing, and the dudes are all fairies. You know what I mean? It's always been that way out here.
0: And it's all, why is it always dudes? Like, why can't. Yeah,
1: I know, but that's the whole point. I yeah, think I this has always been the breeding ground to see how much people can tolerate. And, and since people tolerate it here, they've been expanding it out, expanding it out. Like, okay. So it worked in San Francisco. It worked in Oakland. Hey, look, it's working in San Jose. Let's take it out further. It works in LA.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, it's working in Sacramento. It works in California. Hey look, there's Sin City in Las Vegas. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So they
1: push it, push it, push it, and then it works in New York and it just works everywhere. And- well, and
0: this goes back to another thing that we were talking about regarding Nambla, right? And just the mainstreaming of pedophilia, which I know that this is not implicitly pedophilia. None of these have done anything none of these people have done anything wrong yet from what we can deduce. But it already happened once with that one guy. So it's like, yeah. and if these people are going to be so quick to not judge, right, you've got to hold a candle to that. You've got to think, like, I mean, what are we filling our kids' heads with? And why does it have to be in this manner? Why can't they go, I don't know, hang out with baseball players or cops? or, I, I,
1: yeah, or something.
0: And yeah, and the thing is, or, 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 I mean, I don't know if they're being chaperoned, I mean, I just don't know.
1: Well, there's always, but here's the problem. See, it doesn't, it's not about them being chaperoned or not. That's not how it works. What makes these people really deadly predators is that they, um, they gain the trust of the kids. And then the kid goes, you know what? I got his business card or, you know, they, they, they pay If you want to see me, see me online. And then they make contact with them online or they make contact with them with the business card. And then when the parents aren't paying attention, a week later or...
0: So they're being groomed. They That's a very common term.
1: Well, think about it. If you're going to run away from home, why not run away to a place where the dude was talking or saying everything that you wanted to hear? Yeah. You know what I mean, like like because all of these it's like oh yeah that dude was cool you know what I mean he was he he was understanding and he gets me and hell it's a free house why not stay why not stay with this guy you know what I mean because yeah. they already established some sort of you know uh, rapport and that's and that's the whole point that's why abuse is hard to. You know, convict because these gay dudes have rapport with all of these kids who are prime for abuse. Because right. look, you know, look at your situation right now. You're going to be couch couch surfing for two weeks. You know what I mean?
0: Sort of. I don't know.
1: Well, no, but let, let's just say, like, you know, using your situation, right? Yeah. Yeah if you didn't have good parents and you didn't have a good head on your shoulder in your situation, a lot of kids in high school that, you know, can't really couch surf as easily. They will go to a dude that they met online because it's free living. They don't know what's going to happen to them. You know what I mean? Like eh, dude's a little quirky, but you know what? Three meals. Place to put my head down, you know. Until you're there, it's like whoa, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and, and then they go, well, you know, it can't be that bad. I mean, you know. And then he starts to rationalize.
0: That's the that's where it's yeah.
1: And but that's what these people do. They take advantage of people in situations like yours, where you know you're just look. You need a place to stay. It's not about, you know, uh, it's nothing, you know, you know what I mean? It's not like, you're not, you're not one of those people that are desperate. Mm -hmm. But how many desperate people are out there that, you know, like, cause like, like, again, think about this in, in a form of prostitution, what type of people become prostitutes, you know? And, And the question is desperate people. It has really nothing to do with 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 God or Jesus, but the reason why they turn to prostitution, you know, which is why I'm like, I advocate that prostitution should be legalized. You know why? Because if prostitution is legalized, well, guess what? It's really hard, and I mean really hard, to take advantage of somebody when something's legal. Why is there? you know, why is there illegal trafficking, human trafficking? Because it's illegal and it's easy to do. When people are desperate, you could take advantage of them. Mm -hmm. But when people are desperate and they have legal ways to make money that are things that I wouldn't do or you wouldn't do, well, then they could do so safely. At least a lot safer, and then they can report if if they're being raped or something. They can report it. Yeah, you know, like because the thing is like this: the way Las Vegas does it is wrong because it's highly regulated. If you get caught in Nevada doing something, you know, you're gonna go to prison. You Mm -hmm. could lose your kids. Why? Because you have to register as a prostitute. And so, come on, think about it. You're married. You get divorced. You want you know you have custody battle. If you're registered as a prostitute, who do you think is going to win—the prostitute or the guy who's divorcing the prostitute? They're both equally bad or equally unfit to raise kids, but you know right. they're going to automatically hate the girl because she's a prostitute, and we we're going to judge her in a way. Da 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 da. So you know what I mean? It, there's reasons I support a lot because. You know, people go like, yeah, why does Professor Drake always support, like, no prisons or, or, you know, always with the criminals and all this other stuff? It's like, because we have to understand where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Like, there's solutions to help them, but sending them to prison or making, you know, not understanding that these kids have been indoctrinated since they're little, that they're supposed to take things up the butt, that's wrong. Like, there's so many things that are wrong, but we allow it to happen. That thing about them drag queens, that's been going on for at least 40 years. Because when I was a kid, they used to do crap like that over here in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember the first time, you know, one of my first visits to San Francisco, you know, because my grandma and and my aunt lived up here. They were like these three dudes swinging around the pole and then my aunt was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Today was the gay parade. <laughs> you know, and they were just dancing around in the pool all naked. And, you know, I was a kid, I didn't know anything. I was like, oh, that's, you know what I mean? Like, right? You know, kids seeing stuff like that, you don't think nothing of it. You don't think it's normal or not normal, but it's just like, okay. But then I wasn't being abused at that time. Mm-hmm. But if you're a kid seeing that and you're having a real abusive thing, and it's like, why are those people happy running around naked? but my dad is kicking my ass every day. Right. You know I mean? And then that's when that kind of behavior registers when things that are bad are happening to you. So there's a whole psychology behind it. And that's why, because these gay dudes have always known this because why? Because they come from abuse. So now they become predators. Mm-hmm. and You know, who's the perfect prey young people. It's like that in nature. Who do you go after? When you're the cheetah, you don't go after big-ass, you know, you know uh, 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 wildebeest. You go after the baby wildebeest. <laughs> right. that's cool. so, and that's what's happening now in San Francisco. Those, are my, those will be my final thoughts.
0: Well, that's good. We'll end it there. Thank you guys for listening to the American Maiden Page Show. I mean, hope you guys got something out of this. And uh, leave us an iTunes review if you haven't done so already. Thanks, guys. We will see you all soon. Take care.